Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9, The Zone, our number two. Live on the Out of Bounds radio app and WRKS. Live in the Bank Plus studio, Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounce. The incomparable one out. Getting fixed up. Getting that knee repaired. Shout out to the great crew over at Mississippi Sports Medicine. All those guys. Doctors, nurses, everybody in between. Going to be out a couple days and then Mr. Bounds will be back in the saddle again. And we'll be off and grooving. But until then, you got me, Blake Scott, holding down the fort. So far, no fires, only one minor accident, no deaths. Well, at least that I'll tell you. This is the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you, of course, by the new Cocktails in a Can. That's right. Whether it's the Jameson Ginger and Lime, that's my favorite, or the Crown and Cola, or the Crown Washington Apple. Maybe a tangeray orange and soda. Maybe an absolute and grapefruit. There's so many flavors to choose from. You can check them out at a store, retail location near you. Find them in the uh, in the beer aisle, in the cooler, or you can find them at Fleetway Market. That's right, the Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. That's where I go. Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt has the Market Cafe with Southern style home favorites like fried chicken, ribs, mac and cheese, cornbread. Baked beans, green beans, all the good stuff. And, of course, they have cocktails in a can there at the Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt and all 22 locations of Fleetway Market in the metro and surrounding areas. That's Fleetway Market. And you can check out the cocktails in a can, my favorite, the Jameson Ginger and Lime. Just crack it, pour it over ice. It's ready to go. If you're headed up to Oxford, 
for tonight's baseball game against North Alabama, pick you up a cocktail and a can. That's right. They come in four packs. A cocktail and a can is 100% the way to go. When you're on the move and you need you need that tasty real liquor cocktail. That's right, real liquor cocktail. But you need the ease of access. Well, that's why it's in a can. It's already made for you. You just pour it over ice. You're good to go. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I want to remind you, before we jump into a college football playoff discussion, that we are giving away a couple of gift cards to Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. That's right, B3 in Madison and Brandon. Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. All you have to do is let me know you have the Out of Bounds radio app. That's right, the OOB app. It's easy, free to download, free to use. You can stream the show live, stream anything on 105.9 Live on the Out of Bounds radio app, or you can check out the podcast. It's right there at the touch of the fingertips. It also has a link to our YouTube page, the webcast, the social, all that and more. You want to check it out. It's the Out of Bounds radio app, free to download. All you got to do is show me you got it. How do you do that? Well, send me a screenshot on the text line, the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. That's 601 601- Eight eight five three seven seven six. Show me that you have the OOB app on the text line, or you can tweet us at Bo Bounds at B A Scott twenty ten B A Scott two zero one zero on the Twitters, and of course the Out of Bounds Show on Facebook. You can check us out anywhere, any of those methods. However, you get it to me, get me a screenshot of the OOB app, and you might win a gift card to Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. They got it, Madison and Brandon. But the Madison location serves breakfast. Honey butter chicken biscuits. Somebody texted me earlier and said they listen on the plane every day. And here we go. I live on an airplane, which is wild. I'm assuming you don't actually live on an airplane, but it would be so cool if you did live on an airplane. That would be a whole other discussion, and I'd like to have it. But he says, I live on an airplane. The app is like a honey butter chicken biscuit for my ears. Hey. I'm not going to lie to you guys and ladies as Lissa sends us one. Basic flattery and um, brown nosing gets you so far with me. I just, you know, I'm not above it. I'm not above it. If you just want to, you know, add a nice little message about how much you love me, you know, maybe you'll win. I I don't know. I don't know. But just show me you got the OOB app on the Ag Up Equipment text line 601-885-3776. All right. This is the Out of Bounds Show. I want to jump into this discussion. It's an interesting article on The Athletic by Matt Fortuna. And I don't know if you've uh, read Matt's work. He's a pretty good author, pretty good writer. But uh, he writes, and this is a common discussion since the college football playoff came about, gosh, eight years ago now? Goodness gracious. It's been a common discussion about, well, Should it be more teams? Do we need to expand? Look at how great college basketball is. And I know Bo always goes on his soapbox about how Cinderella's, nobody actually likes them. That's not true. Um, I know once you get to the Final Four, like, do you need Blue Bloods to hold mainstream audiences? Yes, you can't have two Cinderella's. But if you have the right Cinderella and the right Blue Blood, a Cinderella can get plenty of eyes. It's also not always about that, right? But... Matt Fortuna makes an interesting article about why this year's NCAA bracket, NCAA March Madness, is a great argument for why we need bigger, expanded college football playoff. 
And we had a great March Madness. Even if you're not a big basketball fan, there were just enough upsets in the first, second rounds that kept people entertained. You had the Kans, uh, Kentucky lose, right? You had Baylor lose in the Elite Eight or Sweet 16. You had other big names go down, right? But then you also had some blue buds get through. You know, Duke as a as a two or three seed gets through. But then also, North Carolina, who was an eight seed, but that's a brand name that matters, right? They get up there. So you had, you had a nice mixture of upsets and brand power. Well, that's what the college football playoff needs. And we've talked a little bit about this. The college football playoff has been, for all intents and purposes, a combination of about five teams. Georgia has, has scraped and clawed their way into that discussion you know, Kirby got there, then missed, but then gets back, wins it. Georgia's in that discussion as kind of that second, you know, now they're establishing themselves as they're going to be a perennial CFP contender. But Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State have dominated the college football playoff. Dominated. Dominated. And it's the same stuff over and over again. And I understand that brand power is important, but there's also fatigue. And I think as Fortuna put points out in this article on The Athletic, and you need to go check it out, it's entitled, March Madness Shows College Football What It Misses Without an Expanded Playoff. You need a little bit of opportunity for surprise, for excitement. If you have an eight-team playoff, what are the true odds, right, that in an eight-team playoff, the eight seed can actually win the whole thing? Probably not a lot. Unless it's one of those weird years where, like, Alabama loses a game early because of some player being out or, or they just have a really bad game and they, Alabama ends up as, like, an eight seed, right? Like, an Alabama or an Ohio State maybe, like, that faltered early and ends up as a seven, eight seed, that's dangerous. But traditionally... If everybody's playing well and they kind of have the seasons that we know they have, what are the odds that an eight seed beats a one seed? I don't know. Maybe not necessarily great, but man, a five, six seed absolutely could go on a run, right? How many times have we had those teams that could go, we have a one, two, three, but we have a four, five, six, maybe even a seven, and you're trying to fit them into one spot. Now, if you can expand that playoff, not only do you get the excitement of what March Madness brings, which is the opportunity for upsets, it only takes 60 minutes. But you also get less of the whole, well, this team got robbed, this team missed out. Penn State a few years ago with Saquon Barkley. There's plenty of those opportunities. Mississippi State and Ole Miss would have had opportunities to be in a playoff with eight teams. So I think Matt's right on the athletic. College basketball shows you in some ways what football's missing. College football is the greatest regular season in athletics. In college athletics, there's nothing better than college football, but the playoff has to be fixed. It's time to update. Mike Dettelier coming up at 830. We're going to talk a little NFL draft and quarterback play. With Gonzaga officially bounced from the NCAA tournament, the national championship is up for grabs, and so is the bag with MyBookie. It's a better's market when the dogs are barking. The number one seed's loss to Arkansas proved that underdogs provide the best value. So take advantage and get some skin in the game with MyBookie. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code OUTOFBOUNDS 
to secure a first deposit 50% bonus up to $1,000. It's simple. Put in $200 and play with $300. Put in $1,000, play with $1,500. Just use promo code out of bounds to claim your bonus. Mobile or on the go, college ball or NBA, no matter the league, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands so you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit by using promo code OUTOFBOUNDS at checkout at MyBookie.ag. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. giving away a burgers blues and barbecue gift card b3 in madison and brandon in fact we're gonna give away a couple of them 25 dollars gift card all you gotta do show me you have the out of bounds radio app oob radio app that's right you show me you have the app you got a chance to win you can win a 25 dollars burgers blues and barbecue gift card courtesy of the out of bounds show but unlike this better who turned $25 into $43,000, I don't know that you can do that with your burgers, blues, and barbecue gift card. You'll just have to buy a delicious chicken biscuit, maybe a fat bacon cheeseburger with some onion rings, comeback sauce on the side. Yeah. You can do that. You can't do what this one guy did. A better... Placed a four-team parlay before the start of March Madness's bracket, the NCAA tournament bracket. He put put down a four-team parlay. He bet the four teams to make the final four. All right, you ready? Duke, Villanova, North Carolina, Kansas. He nailed it. All four. He had odds at plus 173,000, basically. Just under. 172, 700. So his odds were plus 173,000. He bet $25. He walked away with 43,000 and change. That's right. 43,000 and change. And that leads me to my next segue, which is head on over to Pearl River Resort. Go see the sportsbook, Golden Moon Hotel and Casino. You got to download the PRR Sports app, and then you have a chance to put down a 14 parlay. Maybe you can parlay the two final four winners. You won't get 173000 but parlay the two four t- final four team winners. You, you can take college baseball, Omaha Futures. Anybody ready to sink their uh, life savings on the dogs or the Rebs to win it all? Huh? How are we feeling out there in, in baseball land? Ole Miss hosts North Alabama, 630 tonight. Mississippi State on the road at Memphis, 6 o'clock. You know how we feel about Memphis. 
Not good. Not good. Nothing good happens in Memphis. T- name one positive thing that's happened in Memphis. I'll wait. There'll be a lot of dead air because I don't. None of you have anything positive to say. State and Ole Miss should never play there. It's embarrassing playing in Memphis. Goodness gracious, Mississippi State going to start a three game or a four game road stretch. They'll be on the road tonight in Memphis, and then they take on Arkansas. Ole Miss on the road to Kentucky this weekend. Rebs need to right the ship. Look, three and six in the last nine. Started so hot. So hot. So hot. But three and six in the last nine. You lose a Sunday game to Oral Roberts. You lose a midweek game to South Louisiana, Southeast Louisiana. And then you get swept by Tennessee. Yikes, 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 yikes. Ole Miss needs a little little riding of the ship. Here's the issue, okay, because I saw a lot of this. The, the message boards were insane over the weekend, first off. Goodness gracious, some of you people need a Valium or Tim. I mean, good Lord. Some of y'all are crazy, folks, on both sides of the aisle. Let me be very clear. It is not – there. there is no um, – cornering of the market on stupidity it exists in both red and blue and maroon and white so you don't have to worry about that but man some of the responses look i get nobody wants to get swept at home nobody wants to get beat all right it's the worst series loss 26 to 7 worst series loss since 2010 it's the first home sweep in the sec first home sweep period for ole miss since 2015 The season is not over. Let me be very clear. The season is not over. Here's the only issue. Unlike Mississippi State, who struggled to hit the ball, struggled to field the ball a bit at the beginning of the season last year, but the arms, the depth of of pitching talent was there, and it just had to be developed. I don't know that Ole Miss has that pitching depth. Or that that talent is there and ready to go. Now, maybe it is. Maybe some of that develops. I think they have some good talent there. But you don't have the depth. It's just so hard to explain how much pitching you need to get through a full college baseball season. Because you do lose somebody. Almost every year, every team loses somebody. Right? You just hope it's not number one. You hope it's not the the, the guy. Now, for Mississippi State, it was. It was your two biggest guys, probably. Well, two of the three. You lost Landon Sims, Landon Sims and Stone Simmons, your starter and your, your Friday night ace and your closer. The only other guy I'd put up in that conversation is Preston Johnson, right? And he's behind Landon. You can argue whether or not he would have been as equivalently important as Stone Simmons. But you're going to lose somebody every year. You're, you, you probably will lose someone in the field at some point. You got to have depth. Ole Miss has that offensive depth. We're seeing that. Look, they've been able, for the most part, to maintain their ability to bat without Kevin Graham, right? So you've got you've got talent on the on the plate and on the field. The problem for Ole Miss, and the reason it's not quite the same as last year with Mississippi State, is I don't know that they have the makeup on the mound, whether it's at starter or out of the bullpen 
to get through the postseason. It's going to have to develop. It's going to have to get better. And the problem is the track record for Mike Bianco is not to get better down the stretch. Bianco's teams traditionally have been teams that are hotter at the beginning of the year than they are at the end of the year. I don't know why. I can't explain it. If I knew how to ex- how to explain it, I'd be a billionaire. But there's just something about either the way he coaches or the the atmosphere, whatever it is. You've got to hope if you're Ole Miss that you develop that pitching staff enough in the next 24 SEC games that not only can you win on through the 24 games, but that you develop them enough that they're ready to go for this postseason run that is a marathon. So we'll see. Look, Mississippi State has a long way to go. Ole Miss is in a much better position than Mississippi State right now. Now, I think the difference in the two teams are... are It's a lot smaller difference than we thought three weeks into the season. But they're, I think these teams, you know, Ole Miss has the edge. They started hotter. They played a better schedule. They're in a little bit better spot, but you got to put it together. More, more bully upset. He said, did you see the cumulative runs scored the past weekend? Offensive depth, question mark? Yes, more bully. I, I am, as a longtime sports fan, able to pull myself back from the fire and see that one three-game series does not a season make. For, for the first five weeks of the year, I hate to break it to you, more bully, but Ole Miss has had good offensive depth. Tennessee absolutely embarrassed them. There is no doubt. It's happened to every team in the conference at some point or another. RT sent sent me about 25 texts on what's good for Memphis. So far, I don't think I've seen a good one yet. We'll find out. Uh Uh-oh. Legend Killer says he's coming after Bianco next. And Sean thinks state baseball is going to start a four-game losing streak. Uh Uh-oh. They lost Sunday to Alabama. That's not good. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Mike Dettelier coming up next, WBL Radio TV New Orleans. We're going to talk a little NFL draft. Pro football focus. Has Kenny Pickett fifth? Matt Corral fourth? We'll get that more from Mike Dettelier. Coming up next, this is Out of Bounds. With Gonzaga officially bounced from the NCAA tournament, the national championship is up for grabs, and so is the bag with MyBookie. It's a better's market when the dogs are barking. The number one seed's loss to Arkansas proved that underdogs provide the best value. So take advantage and get some skin in the game with MyBookie. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code OUTOFBOUNDS to secure a first deposit 50% bonus up to $1,000. It's simple. Put in $200 and play with $300. Put in $1,000, play with $1,500. Just use promo code out of bounds to claim your bonus. Mobile or on the go, college ball or NBA, no matter the league, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands so you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit by using promo code OUTOFBOUNDS at checkout at MyBookie.ag. 
This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. This is the SEC Insider Hit. Brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. This is bcbs.ms to check out Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. We go to the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. It is NFL draft season, so we bring on the guru himself, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike Dettelier joins the Out of Bounds show on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. And Mike, I'll start with the position of prominence. We've been talking about it all offseason. Quarterback, a new list is out, and it has a guy at the top that I have not seen at the top of anyone else's list. Pro Football Focus drops their top five QBs, and Desmond Ritter is number one. Mike, does that make any sense to you? No, not to me. But listen, everybody's got a different opinion on, on players. Um if that's how they feel about it, then so be it. But uh, he's he wouldn't be one for me. Uh, I'll be honest with you. But again, Desmond, if you've watched him play, you see uh, a very athletic quarterback. Uh, he's improved throwing the football from the pocket. He's got a real live arm, but there is some erratic nature to his game all across the board. Uh, in his accuracy skills and touch, and uh, a lot of it in the short to intermediate area, and that troubles me. So, if Pro Football Focus or whatever has him that high, okay, uh, if that's what you stand by, then you stand with it. Uh, but it's not what I see. So again, everybody's got a different opinion on players, and but uh, he he wouldn't be my number one. Gotcha, Mike. He wouldn't be my one, two, or three. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's get to that then, Mike, because obviously we've we talk about Matt Corral all the time, with him being the kind of face of the quarterbacks from from this area, Mississippi. Obviously, Ole Miss and uh, went won ten games, got to the Sugar Bowl. Matt Corral is he in that top three? Who is the top three for Mike Dettelier? Yeah, for me, Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, sort of are running neck and neck. And so it's those two guys, I think, are going to end up being top 20 picks, uh, Willis and Pickett. I think because of the nature of this draft class with so many big men, uh, I think it, it sort of pushes that uh, some of the quarterbacks around a little bit. And I think it'll push Matt around a little bit. And I think he'll fall – uh, beyond uh, pick 20, but I, I've got him going in round one. So he he would be three for me. Ritter would be the four guy for me. He edges out Sam Howell from, from North Carolina, but I've, I've got him as a second-round pick. Uh, I'm talking about Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. 
Mm. Both as second round picks. So I got three. I got three guys as first round picks, and that being Malik, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral. Interesting. The, um, Mike Dutillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, on the Bucked Up Energy Drink guest line. So, you, with Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, um, I saw the Athletic dropped a mock draft, and they had Malik Willis at Carolina, number six. You just said Matt Corral could drop to 20 even. Now, I know this. Or beyond. Or beyond, yeah. The Saints are at 18. The Steelers are at 20. Do you have a prospective landing spot for Matt Corral? I know things change and trades happen or whatever, but do any of those teams, you know, I know Saints fans around here and Ole Miss fans around here, which overlap, are desperately thinking if Corral drops, how do you pass him if you're New Orleans? Well, because of other needs uh, at offensive tackle and wide receiver, that that comes into play. What what I can't tell you about the Saints is how they feel about the quarterback position under Dennis Allen. Now, I could tell you about a lot of it with Sean, because I got a lot of it based off of what he's done in the past and what he has said. Have you heard Dennis Allen say anything about the quarterback position other than? And I pressed him on this uh, after his press conference when he came speak to us at, with WWL. And he said, one, I'm looking for, he said, I want a winner. I want a proven winner. Okay. He, he was very adamant about that. That he said, I think that most of the time, quarterbacks at any level, there is that history of winning. And I want that in him. What has Matt Corral done at Ole Miss? He's won, hasn't he? So he would fit what he that definition. Now he didn't get into a lot of the details of exactly every little tidbit about that, and so that's some unknown there about Allen. And he's going to have a say. He's he's made it clear. He's going to have a say. Uh, now, will he have his biggest say as Sean? Um, that remains to be seen because we know, uh, you know, may, they may soft soap it to you and tell you, ah, it's a, a joint collaboration with everybody. Come on. Those early picks are Sean Payton. He's got fingerprints, toe prints, and any other body part print on every one of those guys uh, in the top rounds. And he, you know, he's made it plain to me in the past. I know the top 100 guys. Now he said. Then afterward, after that, he said. Then you know, I got to sort of turn it over to the scouting department. But he feels he he always had a good look at that top 100. He felt that way. And so I, I can't tell you what Dennis Allen feels about a player or position. He's never been there before with the Saints been there before with the Raiders how much say he had there I'm, I question that too because McKenzie was in charge of those draft classes when he was in Oakland it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this Adidas. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Interesting. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, talking NFL draft and quarterbacks as uh, the Saints under Dennis Allen. And I saw, uh, I I think today or maybe late yesterday, it officially Taysom Hill was moved to tight end. I know that. uh, We've talked to to you about this more than once. Yeah, it's that, over. That, yeah. <laughs> that was a, a a spot that as soon as Sean left the building, you knew his days at quarterback were about gone. That I'm not saying he you won't see him under center, but those days passed. You know, he was gonna play that flex position. Uh he's worked there. Uh I've done some events with Taysom, so he had told me um, I've been working in that slot or that H position uh, and practicing there. So it's not a real surprise to me. Now, it might be to others because, you know, they got got others that came on this program and others that wanted to beat the the drum that Taysom Hill was going to be the next Steve Young. He was going to be this next great quarterback. These are people that have never seen Taysom Hill play quarterback at the professional level other than a, a college game or a, a preseason game. And But, again, they bought into what Sean was trying to tell them. And he was, he was Sean's project guy. Really, always was. There's nothing wrong with that. Every coach has that type player. Uh, but you see now the reality of it. He didn't throw well enough from the pocket to stay at quarterback. He wasn't accurate enough to do that. So uh, I knew as soon as Sean said uh, goodbye, everybody, you know, Taysom was going to be full-time at that sort of H-back position mm-hmm. and getting back to what he can do best in that I think he's a tremendous special teams player. Uh, running the football um, in the backfield, in short yardage and red zone, and he has worked quite a bit in catching the football uh, as a flex tight end. So that's what you're going to get with him. Uh, And from time to time, I do think they will have plays uh, that he will be used, especially uh, near the end zone, uh, as because man, his combination of power and speed are really good to use him in that spot as a runner. No, that makes sense. The uh, excuse me, the NFL has moved towards that utility type of player. If they can play an athletic position, how do we get the ball in their hands? I mean, you see that with Debo Samuel and and other guys around the league. Mike Detillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, on the Out of Bounds Show and the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Talking NFL draft, and Mike, I want to jump to another position. Charles Cross, Mississippi State offensive tackle. He is, by some accounts, number one, number two, number three tackle in the draft. Where do you have him in your rankings, and where do you see Charles Cross falling in the first round? 
okay, on my list, Evan Neal is the top tackle. Uh, he beats out Icky, uh, plays at North Carolina State, but it's really close uh, between the two. And then there's a little gap, and then it's cross. Uh, comes in at the three spot. Uh, he is one of my top uh, 12 players in this draft class. So he is certainly a top three pick uh, from offensive tackle. But he's three for me. And Trevor Penning uh, is four. So I think all four of those players will go in the top dozen picks. Hmm. All four tackles. Wow. Uh, yeah, but... You know, I like Evan a lot. I think he's a little better pass protector than Nicky is, who uh, made great strides this year. I always liked Nicky as a run blocker, and he's he's a big, wide-body guy. He gets off the snap well. He gets into the torso of a defensive lineman and moves him around extremely well. But he struggled at times with edge pass rushers. Uh, what I call the steering mechanism. In essence, his ability to get his hands on that defensive end and steer him to the outer edges. I thought he was much better this year doing that. With Evan, um, he's played guard. He's played tackle. He is uh, a huge man, even at 337 pounds. And he, I think the lost weight is, is going to help him with his bend and his ability uh, to steer and control the edge guys, the the quicker edge guys. So those two are one and two for me. And then Cross comes in, terrific athlete. I like his knee bend and his ability uh, to get his hands very quickly on an offensive tackle, uh, defensive end, and, and just maneuver him around. I think of the three. He's the better pass protector of the three. The other two are the better run blockers, a little bit wider guy, a little bit more weight on on both Icky and Evan. Uh, but, man, I, I like Cross a lot, <laughs> really do. Uh, and I've talked to some teams that uh, they sort of double-check players this time of year, and they maybe were Pac-12 or, or Big Ten Guys, and I've told man, listen, if you get a chance to pick him, you know, at seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, you you better do it, because he's going to protect your quarterback really well. Mm. Uh, and he, I think he's become a much more focused player and a much more physical player than he was early in his career at Mississippi State. But his pass protection skills are very good. Yeah, talking Charles Cross with uh, Mike Dettelier. Well, let me ask you this way then. They don't pass, you know, the last two years, he has probably only had to run block, you know, 10% of the time, maybe. So is that something that you can see developing for him? And he can, you know, because you said he's not as good a run blocker. Can can he not become maybe a better run blocker? And then by the, I guess the second part of that is, depending on who you are schematically, does it even matter if he's not that good a run blocker when the NFL has become such a pass-happy league and you're an outside, you know, blindside tackle? Well, the misperception is that he's not a good run blocker. He's a good one. He isn't as good as Neil or Icky. Uh, so there's a difference. But he's, st- he's still a good run blocker. Um, and give me the guy that can protect my multimillion-dollar quarterback. I'm paying that dude a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah, you that's know? my thought, yeah. Uh, that, that's paramount. I've got to protect him uh, in that pocket. 
and Charles is is a good run blocker. And so I think that that misperception that he isn't because they didn't run the ball as much is false. I think he's I think he's a good run blocker. Okay. And he can get better like like anybody else at that position. Now it depends upon the framework of who picks you and what scheme they run, but he's a top 10 pick for me. So where do you where do you think he falls then in that top? I've seen him anywhere from 6 at Carolina all the way back to 9 at Seattle. Where do you, where do you see Charles Cross landing? Man, I, if I'm if I'm Seattle at 9, I pick him. And I think that would be a good spot. Okay. Now, I really I really think that way. Now again, once they start peeling, then who gets itchy mm-hmm. at that at that point? Mm-hmm. Because now um, this is a little bit different than maybe other drafts and so many big men. And so kind of how it falls. But if it goes like I think it will, I think Evan Neal and Nikki will go in the top five picks. So we, we've all heard Matt Rule talk about that big hole that he's got at tackle. But, again, the quarterback position, and I work with some of them, they always tell me, and I believe it, uh, even though I, I joke with them about it, you know, that quarterback spot trumps everything. Yeah. No matter, no matter yeah. what, uh, it, it does trump it uh, at that particular position. So I think the intrigue is not where Neil and Icky go. You know they're going to go in the top four, five picks. It's how quickly Cross and Penning peel off. Gotcha. And I think both of them will be gone. By pick 13, uh, those four tackles gone to con. They won't be on the board. And so, uh, and the other part is, I bring up the itchy part. Which team may get a little itchy and want to move up to pick one of those two guys? Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. That just shows you where the game's at that we're talking about picking offensive tackles like that um, the way they usually do with quarterbacks, right? Who gets itchy and trades up to get the quarterback? Now it's who gets itchy and trades up to get that franchise decade-long tackle, um, which can definitely change, because there's change your a team. Gap. There's, a, there's a gap there between Neil and Icky uh, and then you put cross and pinning, there's a gap between those four and the next tackle. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're looking for a guy that you believe can come in to help you tomorrow, then you, you're trying to get one of those four. And exactly what you bring up, it's similar to what we've seen in the past uh, at the quarterback position. But because this draft, like every draft, has its own little path, you understand that, you know, if if that's who you're looking for, you better get them fast. Very fast. Yeah. Mike Dettelier on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. 
This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I want to jump to the other side of the ball, Mike. I know that the, the names I'm about to aren't in the top five or, or so of, of their prospective positions necessarily, although they, I guess they could be for you um, with your draft guide. But um, if, you haven't done, if you haven't done this deep a dive, uh, feel free to, to keep moving. Sam Williams, edge rusher for Ole Miss. Have you been able to evaluate him? Yeah. Uh, actually, Sam has worked before the draft. He worked out in South Florida with uh, my old pal Pete Jenkins, uh, 80 years young. Um, and Pete and I, we would talk every day because uh, he's worked out with, um, I think it was like five or six of them. But Sam was one of them. He really praised Sam. Uh, now, again, Sam's an interesting player because he's versatile in that he could play defensive end in a 4-3 alignment. He could play as a stand-up guy, as a 3-4 outside linebacker, really pass rusher. Uh, I think because of his workouts and his play as a senior uh, at Ole Miss, I think you're looking at a second-round pick with Sam Williams. Yeah, I mean, listen, pass rushers are premium. They gold in this league. Uh, Just like having guys that can protect your quarterback, uh, you want a guy that can put him on his butt. And Sam is one of those guys. Working with Pete, I know that uh, Pete really talked up his ability to be handsy with uh, alignment, which, you know, in, in his vernacular is that he's quick to use his hands and his arms to get around a bigger alignment. And Pete thought he was pretty skilled when he got him, and he says he's really worked at it extremely well. Uh, he loves his athleticism. We all did. We saw it last year. Uh, in not the most conventional defensive scheme, but it worked for Ole Miss. Uh, but, um, you know, Williams, and he was beating his guy, and he was playing some pretty good tackles. So uh, I think he, he comes in in the 50s range in round two. Oh, and, and I think he'll, depending on scheme, is where they're going to use him. But he's, you know he's going to be out on the edge. He's either going to play a defensive end or a 3-4 outside linebacker standing up. It just depends on who selects him. And the fact that he's versatile. Now, in the past, I've had guys, they get upset with me. That Why you say that? Now, today, they say, why do you, why you don't say that about me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, and Jenkins gives me a lot of issues about it because he, he was one of the coaches – that he wasn't happy when I would say that about a player, and now he is, because I do think it helps your value, and you're kind of multi-position player, uh, and they can move you around. It used to be you wanted your best best pass rusher on the right side, but today look at what they're doing. They move these uh, what I call hybrid players left and right. In the, watch Khalil Mack, and he's the best example. Uh, when And the Raiders did it, and so did the Bears. He was on the right side a lot. Then they'd move him to the left to go up against a right tackle. And then sometimes you saw him, he was playing defensive tackle. And last year the Bears at times put him as a nose right over the center. So it goes to show the versatility I think really helps out and, and I like Sam uh, a lot. I think he's a really good football player. I think teams have tried to get to know him a little bit 
more and more into his background. But I, I think you're looking at a guy that's late second, uh, latest early third. Interesting. Mike Dettelier, WBL Radio TV, New Orleans. I got about 30 seconds. Um, I know Derek Stingley's the cornerback to talk about, but Martin Emerson from Mississippi State, what round would he land in, do you think? I think in a similar area uh, to Sam. I think wow. you're looking at late second, early third. A uh, long, lean corner. Um, I think at best, he where he excels in is a press cover guy. Get his hands on you, reroute you. And physically, he's gotten stronger. He's got good speed, not great speed, but that uh, his recovery ability is very good. And he finds the ball quickly in flight. So I think you're looking at, very similar to Williams, a guy in the 50s or very early into round three. There you go. Mike Dettelier, WBL Radio, TV New Orleans, NFL insider and draft guru on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Appreciate it, Mike. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Man, we could have four guys in the second top two rounds. Charles Cross, he thinks is a bona fide top ten pick. Matt Corral, late first round. And then could you have Sam Williams and Martin Emerson go in the second? Ooh, boy, some talent. Good thing that Bulldog record showed it on the field last week. You guys it, didn't it? Hour three coming up next. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.